there, and how are you? To those of you who don't know me, and are new, I'm Salome Jacobs. So nice to meet you too, and welcome to my Mother's Day celebratory to you. It's that time of the month that you and I pay homage to mothers far, wide, near, and oh so dear. So welcome to Into the Garden, where you are acknowledged for taking care of us from birth to caps and gowns, and looking after us with a bit of fuss and so much frowns. So if you're not too busy, come and join me for one night with the stars. Yes, each one of them mums and children are stars. What a kaleidoscope for you today with guests Hayley Van Royen, Angela Morris, Audrey Falson, Rochelle Steer, Carol Schultz, Ashley and Leah Sterling. So stay tuned and connected for today's Mothers. This extravaganza is to applaud you one and all. something very special. Two of the greatest artists out there. Uh, this is going to be good with this hit, I'm Blessed, featuring T.I. Give it up for Charlie Wilson. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed. Living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Oh, yes, I'm blessed. Waking up, thanking God. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wife fly by my side. Green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, give him praise. What's in the water? Got you acting like this. Ain't it?
for another day Why they were hating on me, even finding no way I know the trouble all around, trying to tear us all down But I gotta thank God every day I'm a guy I know the devil working day and night But I look him in the eyes and you a damn lie And I knew I could've died in the nighttime I'm still around because I'm here, we're not because I'm not and I'm upon the doing time, got a message for you. Might be stressing now, but there's a blessing coming. And when it do through all the party and the nonsense, just take some time to thank God for what he done. When upon the you run, we come with them negative comments, trying to get you to do something. You better not follow them down his eyes. I declare someone power in prayer. You had no idea. God is always here. The following. Yes, the lineup today on display. We're offering you mothers and a la carte menu. A menu especially prepared for you by Into the Garden. Oh, so true. I have your starter, little tiny tart Miss Haley Van Royen. And for your entree, I have the mother of all mothers, Eve, lover or hater, what more can I say? Then joining me for dessert is dear sweet Angela Morris with a heartfelt inspiration, far above rubies, devoted to you and me, you say. So moms from the countryside to far and wide. Come one, come all. Make yourself at home in the company of Into the Garden with God by your side. And then I have Carol Schultz, Rush Astier, Ashley Ania Sterling commemorating you and me with well wishes from us all right here on in to the garden with glee. Happy Mother's Day from Enter the Garden. Hello, I'm Angela Mars and I'm honored to be here on such a wonderful day as Mother's Day. Today, on this day that has been set aside as Mother's Day, we celebrate and we honor all mothers I honor my mother today who went home to be with the Lord about eight years ago. You know, there's an old Jewish saying that says, God couldn't be everywhere, so he made mothers. But biblically and theologically speaking, we know that is not accurate because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. But this saying describes beautifully the significant role mothers have in our lives. You know, mothers are 
God's gift to the human race so they can be raised in a manner to achieve greatness. Some of the things mothers do, mothers teach, mothers guide, mothers direct, mothers protect, mothers nourish, mothers pray, and mothers love unconditionally. So, if your mother is here today, be sure to take the time to love her, kiss her, and thank God for his most, his most precious creation, your mother. And to all of the women, I mean all of the mothers, near and far, happy Mother's Day. I salute you. Up next is the story of Eve. And you know, the past week, I've asked the Lord for a poem for Mother's Day. And God has his own way, the way he simply just sway you and me, isn't it? Where God is a God that is on time. And with a sense of humour. Mm-hmm. Well, just yesterday, I was prompted to write Defining a woman. Well, Eve is that kind of woman. And God simply surprises you and me with the story of Eve looking through a different lens. So I today implore you as Eve has surely implored me with love her or hate her. So how does this all fit in with hope in the morning? Because I was led to the theme, hope in the morning. I was asking God for a theme too. And then my aunt and uncle popped by about a week or two ago. And they had the exact service that God laid upon my heart. But I didn't know more or less about the same. And God led them to me to say, My child, wait upon me. And God has simply just applauded me with the same hope in the morning. Not only to me as a mother, but to you, sassy soul sister, prayer warrior, intercessors, mothers, countrywide, far and wide. There's a story in, in there. There's a lesson in A for you and me. So today's extravaganza, yes, one night with the stars. And believe you me, I have many stars today. They are beautiful, they are precious, they are mums, just like you and me. So up next is Eve, and the inscription reads as follows, Eve, mother of living things, that's you and me, lover or hater, she's a mother like you and me. The title today of this entree, Eve, lover 
or hater. Distinguish is a irresistible, desirable, provocative as can be. The mother of all living things that impacted you and me, wouldn't you agree? By far the first woman that walked upon the earth, beautiful by God's design, shaped and moulded, printed and documented for thine, divinely created, created by God, and not in baby form. For that is something you and I overlook, for Eve was fully formed. Funny how I didn't see that before, goes to show how new revelation comes when asking from the Lord. For Eve's existence came from Adam's rib, to be exactly where she should be, by his side and not quit. Completely perfect from top to toe, gosh, Eve, no spot or wrinkle, but woe is woe. For you, Eve, was fashioned from the rib of man, to stand by side, come what may, no matter the storms or waging tide. Remember that song of way back when? Ain't she sweet? See her walking down the street. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't she sweet? Of course, standing next to Adam, she was sweet, innocent, whole and complete, until upon that fateful day, she became very weak. So yes, soul sister, prayer warrior, in the story of Eve, is a character in there for you and me. Have you ever wondered if Eve had to stick around, what would she say? In fact, I'm sure if trees and leaves in that beautiful garden of Eden could talk, they would surely tell you and me a long tale, wouldn't you say, by taking us through, come what may, and why she took from the forbidden fruit upon that wicked day. Who knows? Only Eve. But then again, she's not here to defend herself, you say, or her part in representing women around the world from the start. For Eve, though foolish, paid a high price for only eating an apple that caused her and her hubby to flee, and a heavy price for strife, don't you say? Who was this famous Eve? For she made a name for herself in the books of theology, wouldn't you agree? Once good and pure, yes, lessons for you and me, sassy soul as if it were. For Eve shows you and me that you and I both can be good and not so pure. For we have sides as our men well know, heads or tails, we make them spin, weak in their knees, thanks to Eve for at times for the things we need. Now, now, you can't tell me that you don't know what I'm talking about, for you and I at times have men wrapped around our fingers, no doubt. Like Eve, we make them weak in their knees, but here and there is a difference, ask me if you please. For she was the very first woman mentioned in the Bible, at first contrite in heart, 
loved and adored by hubby and by God. Yes, soul sister prayer warrior Eve entered from within with no sin, just utter God-like beauty straight from the hand of the Almighty. So whether you or I love her or hate her, Eve has valuable lessons to rank her, fruitful or unfruitful, good or bad, happy or sad. Call her what you like or label her all you like, but this woman has her name imprinted, embedded in the book for you and I to be shook and not to be taken for a ride. A legacy like no other, and something written there is by far to you and me, but to take a leaf out of Eve's fig tree like any other. So of course, poor Eve, if she had to be remembered by you, what would you say? For you and I only focus on her bad side, eating the fruit on that fateful day. So to many like you and me, poor Eve has fallen somewhat from her high tree, wouldn't you agree? For clearly, that's what the word depicts to you and me. Oh yes, that characteristic of giving into lies, wickedness, weakness, desires, overpowering pleasures of the heart, who says what, or he say, she say, and to you and my better judgment as purely as can be still today. And if you think about it up close and personal, Eve fell from having it all in one day to having the enemy leave her with nothing in taking it all away. So you see, soul sister, prayer warrior, there is many a lesson in the story of Eve, yet for you and me to either feel sorry for her, applaud her or let her be. Well. On the downside, like many women, oh mon chéri, Eve left you and me to defend for our legacy. For beautiful Eve has taught you and me not to give in to guilty pleasures from within. Wrong desires, oh yes, which is harmful to you and me, yet we desire them on the contrary. She went against God's command, you see, and so many a times even you and I to this day don't comply with what God is saying to you and I in the thought of deny. Yes, and so poor Eve, going against God, went along with her overpowering longing heart to ignore and has left you and me to take what is not ours, you say. For enticing though it seems, women, soul sister, prayer warrior, walk away or be accused like Eve. On the upside, I'd like to salute you for making history for the many women, mothers, daughters just like you and me. For on the flip side, gosh, Eve was flawless and walked victoriously, so graciously, 
I give credit where credit is due, for not only was gorgeous Eve the one who stole a handsome hubby's heart, later on she paid for her mistakes and turned over a new leaf, so let's thank her for that in part. Yes, if you think about it, Eve was the very first woman who lived upon the earth. She was the first to be called woman and that from Adam's rib, the very first without sin, who became adult and not from birth, the first woman who was led astray by the enemy that caused her to be irrevocably detained. So yes, women, we each have a piece of Eve, whether you like it or not, but here and there, we the cause of man's downfall, thanks to Eve for not listening and following the plot. Eve was the first to be called wife, and in her early days stood behind Adam not to cause any strife. To this day, Eve was by far the most beautiful creation ever adorned and created by God. So you see, soul sister prayer warrior, you and I have a lot in common from Eve. If you sit and pay attention to her and embrace your flaws and needs and take it to God instead of listening to your grade. Eve was the fashionista of the time, the very first woman to outshine, creative with flair and such prestige, for Eve was your and my very first seamstress sewing leaves. On the downside, once again, she suffered the consequences of her actions when she was labelled a mother of a murderous son. So again, like so many of us out there, we as mothers are still paying the price of Eve's vicious sin. In general, Eve impacted many your and my life with pride, dignity and strife, for she listened to her head instead of her heart when she took a bite from that red apple from the start. Though Eve may have eventually turned her life around, I've ranked her first in the order of wickedness because of all the evil deeds she and her husband unleashed upon the world to keep us bound. So at the heart of Eve's story, is there a moral lesson for you and me? That if we as women fall or set traps, then man will fall in the hands of slavery that as women we have the power for bane, misery, blasphemy or speak a blessing over your husband, you say. So here is a short poem from John Y. Chadwick on his chapter on Eve. O wasteful woman that she may, on her sweet self set her own price, knowing we cannot choose but pay. How has she cheapened paradise? How given for naught her priceless gift? How spoiled the bread and spilled the wine, which spent with due respective thrift, had made men brutes and men divine. O queen, awake to thy renown, require what is our wealth to give, and comprehend and wear the crown of thy despised prerogative. For like many, Eve played a part while in the book of Genesis as wife, 
woman, lover, mother, fashionista, sinner, mourner, and who made headlines around the world as Eve, lover, loather, despiser, hater, thanker, or salute her for giving you and me the gift of prophecy that we can take our heel and crush the head of your and my enemy. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, pray up, ask up, believe up, seek God's face up, lean on him up, forgive up, and in unison women, mothers around the world, let's thank Eve for the part she played as frontier, leading lady up whether you love her or hate her for cursing a stir up but today you and i can trample the enemy come what may and so it is so shall it be and this was written the 16th of april 2021 you say gosh lord you amaze me and that's exactly what happened so I dedicate Eve, love her or hate her, to mothers around the world, even those mothers to be. So lovingly from into the garden and May. Here's a message to my mom, Virginia. My mother is a beautiful woman with lots of love and joy. Mom, I love you. You are special to me.
Jesus standing in your presence on this 30th year of anniversary of City Harvest Church. Lord, we want to say that our hearts are so full of gratitude for you. It is because of you that's why we are standing. It is because of you that's why we are victorious. It is because of you that's why we can call out and say that we are people of great destiny. It is because of you, Jesus. So we give you praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. It's because of you. It's because of you, City Harvest. Go ahead. Don't be reserved in your praises for Him. Go ahead and praise Him. This right. be here today on such a special day to share. Hallelujah. I'd like to share an article with you that I read that was simply profound. And it reads, motherhood is one of God's greatest gifts to humanity. A loving, committed mother is an indispensable person in our development. Just imagine a world without mothers. It would be a sterile place indeed. Mothers instill powerful social and nurturing characteristics in each generation. It is principally from their mothers that children learn the virtues of sacrifice, sharing, valuing others, 
compassion, a sense of community, and a lot of other interpersonal values and skills that enable us to live together in peace. Profound, isn't it? Mothers are also designed by God to nurture. Now, I'm not saying it can't come from someone else. There's just no greater nurturing power on the planet than the nurturing power, the nurturing love of a mother. When the Apostle Paul was describing his love for the church at Thessalonica, he used the metaphor of a mother's love to describe how deeply he cared for the Thessalonians. He reminded them that he was like a gentle mother who tenderly cares for her own children. And that's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. Talk about the unconditional love of a mother. Today's scripture is taken from the book of Proverbs chapter 31. The entire chapter focuses on the virtuous woman. I like to focus on verse 10. Now, verse 10 reads, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. And if I had to put a a title on today's inspirational message, it would be called Far Above Rubies. Far Above Rubies. For her price is far above rubies. I pulled out my dictionary and the dictionary defines a ruby as a pink to blood red colored gemstone. gemstone. You know, the ruby is considered one of the four precious stones together with the sapphire, the emerald, and the diamond. Prices for rubies are primarily determined by color. Did you know that? And that the brightest and the most valuable red, called the pigeon blood red, commands a larger premium, a larger cost over other rubies. Now, the Bible also has something to say about the ruby. In Exodus chapter 28, verse 17, it tells us that the ruby was one of the 12 stones in the high priest's um, breastplate. Each stone represented one of the tribes of Israel. Then in Job chapter 28, verse 18, it shows us a comparison between the value of wisdom and rubies. It says, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. Hmm. The virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. She is far more valuable and worth more than rubies. Can you imagine that? She is what we call a precious gem. Hallelujah. The virtuous woman is called a precious gem. Now, if we look closely, we will find the woman in chapter 31. She wasn't just an ordinary woman. For the the scripture began by asking the question, who can find a virtuous woman? Meaning, do you know where she is or where she abides? And guess what? The answer, in fact, is quite simple. The virtuous woman abides in the will of God. Hallelujah. So you see, becoming a Proverbs 31 does not mean you have to be married or have kids. These are verses that mention how to be a good mother, how to be a good wife. And preparing your heart for those things can help you bring, can, can help bring you closer to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So let me ask you this question. What makes a woman virtuous? Any takers? Not everybody at the same time. What makes a woman virtuous? The word virtuous is defined as being good, righteous, worthy, honorable, moral, 
upright and honest. Now, listen to this. The Proverbs 31 shines as a bright beacon in the Old Testament of precepts and warnings. Today's women of all ages choosing to follow dubious roles. You see, it's quite refreshing to find a timeless example of virtue, of responsibility, and just plain old good sense. And here in the scriptures, in chapter 31, is a lovely picture of womanhood. Uh, uh, A woman who embodies the qualities in which every believing woman should strive for in her personal life and appearance, in her family life, and in her daily duties. The woman described in Proverbs 31 is so exemplary and so virtuous and so diligent to perform all her duties that women today have to have a, who have a heart to please God, may find it difficult or even discouraging to try to follow her example. And you say, how can I ever measure up to a godly woman? How can I ever measure up? Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Because see, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 tells us that believers are told to follow Christ's example and follow his steps. And yet who could ever measure up to the quality of life and virtue displayed by the sinless son of God? We all fall short. The word tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have not attained to his level of perfection and yet we follow after him, don't we? Hallelujah. Not only do we follow after him, we press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now that was the woman in the Bible. The virtuous woman in the Bible. Let me tell you a little bit about the virtuous woman of today. Did you know that the virtuous woman of today is a woman of excellence? Did you? Let me say that again. Did you know that the virtuous woman of today is a woman of excellence? She's a woman of exemplary performance, exceeding normal expectation. She goes above and beyond the call of duty. If she's married, she's an excellent help me. Excellent. So let me tell you something about the creation when God created the woman. The scripture tells us that God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. He had to put Adam to sleep. Why? Why God? Why did God have to put Adam to sleep? He had to put Adam to sleep so he wouldn't interfere with his creativity. God knew what he was doing. So God is creating and God is God is forming and bam, a created being. Woman was formed from the rib of man. Now, if you notice, she was not created from his head to top him, nor from his feet to be stepped upon by him. She was made from his side to be close to him, from beneath his arm to be protected by him, and near his heart to be loved by him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Talk about an awesome God that be served. Proverbs 12 and verse 3 says, An excellent woman is a crown to her husband. But there's another part to that scripture. But she that maketh a shame is as rottenness in his bones. So I want you to understand, ladies, that today's virtuous woman is a woman of excellence. Let's talk about the word excellence. Hmm. The woman of excellence. Let me tell you about it. The woman of excellence is a God-fearing woman. A god fearing woman, one who has chosen to walk 
and live by God's word. She's a godly woman or she's a woman of godly character whose beauty goes beyond this outward shell, this outward beauty that we see. True, true beauty has to do with her inner qualities. Hallelujah. A woman of, of excellence also has a wholesome tongue. Uh-oh, let me say that again. A woman of excellence has a wholesome tongue. A woman who knows how to speak a good word is a wise woman. Words can build up. Words can tear down. So women, if you're married, be careful how you speak to your husband. If you have children, be careful how you speak to your children. Just be careful, period, how you speak to people. Haven't you heard this the, 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 the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Not true. You can tear down a person and totally destroy their self-esteem by the words that come from your mouth. The book of James even tells us in, in chapter 3, verse 8, that the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. That's why a woman of excellence has a wholesome tongue. A woman who knows how to speak a good word is a wise woman. This woman of excellence also has a praying heart. I don't know how many mothers or wives who have not burned the midnight oil in prayer. If you could see me, both of my hands are up waving. Yeah, it's difficult to succeed as a godly mother, wife, or anything without the prayer of faith. Hallelujah. Lastly, the woman of excellence has a forgiving spirit. Unforgiveness robs you of your joy. It robs you of your peace. It is a fight against yourself. A fight that you won't win. The word of God tells us for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But what happens when you choose not to forgive? The other part of that scripture says, but if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive your trespasses. So whether the relationship is with your husband, your children, your co-workers, or church members, you lose out. So strive to be a woman of excellence. Hallelujah. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. I'd like to leave you with this Mother's Day blessing. Lord Jesus, bless every mother with your spiritual blessings on high today. Confirm in her heart and spirit the work of her hands and the love that she has so freely given to those children under her care. Validate her worth daily so she has no reason to doubt whether she's loved, valued, and cherished in the eyes of you, our Heavenly Father. Whisper deep within her spirit the sweet words she longs to hear from you, that nothing can ever separate her from your love. Help her to nestle daily into the promises of your word, standing with faith on the things you declare are true. Let her know that you reward faithfulness. Let her rest in the knowledge that she has done all she can and that she and those she loves truly belong to you. Bless her with a servant's spirit so she can teach her own the joy of hearing one day. Well done. Remove any guilt 
false or real, replace them with your amazing grace and forgiveness. Help her see her children through your eyes, knowing that in your hands is the safest place they can ever be. Help her to love without limitations, to pray without ceasing, and to live without regrets. Bless her with such a sweet dependency on you that she will acknowledge her inadequacies, yet recognize and accept your reward of praise and your sense of pleasure in having her as your own beloved child. Let her joy be contagious. Let her passion be pure. And let her own life overflow with, the, with all the blessings she deserves on this special day and on every day of her life. In the matchless name of Jesus, amen. Again, I honor and I salute every mother near and far. Happy Mother's Day. This poem is for all the mothers out there with love. M is for the million things she gave me. O means only that she's growing old. T is for the tears she shed to get to save me. H is for a heart of purest gold. E is for her eyes with love light shining. R means right and right shall always be. Put them all together, they spell mother, a word that means the world to me. And now a verse from the Bible. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 25. Thank you.
today how many of you are sick in your body today how many of you are going through difficult times maybe you're going through depression maybe today you are struggling in your life in your family in your relationship the holy spirit is here to touch you the holy spirit is here to come and heal you just want you to lift up your hands or begin to touch a place of area of your sickness and let's begin to claim healing for yourself let's just begin to pray for yourself let's begin to pray for god's holy spirit to come and touch you that's right let's begin to pray in tongues Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Father, we pray, we command, Father, the healing of God to come upon that body, to come upon that area of our body. Father, right now, every cancer, go in Jesus' name. Every cancer cells, go in Jesus' name. Father, every pain, in the name of Jesus, be healed right now. Father, Lord, you have healed us. Father, Lord, you have healed us in Jesus' name. Every depression go in Jesus' name. Miracles, miracles. Hallelujah. All together now. morning service with not just an ordinary service but let it be a powerful service father a service where we can experience you we can touch you in a real way father let not a single one walk out of this place unchanged so holy spirit will commit this morning unto your hand in jesus name we pray and all the people of god say
Let's give the Holy Spirit the biggest hand. He is alive. Holy Spirit is here. Hallelujah. Come on. Sunday morning service. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Morning, all mothers. What a special day it is. M is for the mercy she possesses. O means that I owe her all I own. T is for her tender, sweet caresses. H is for her hands that made a home. E means everything she's done to help me. R means real and regular. Put them all together, they spell mother, a word that means the world to me. And now, a verse from the Bible. So now, faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 13. Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Carol Schultz, beloved daughter of the Most High God, whom he delights in. Yeah, we are celebrating Mother's Day. Wow. How does one define a mother? There's such a lot of things the way the world defines mother or motherhood. Um, I just want to encourage you mothers, you know, with, with this word um, that God has given me, that God has given me and that I want to share with you. Um, you know, as mothers, oh gosh, we are nurturers and there's a lot of times that our yokes are so heavy laden. And yeah, and that becomes the weight of our footsteps in our life, in our spiritual walk with God, and then it overflows into the natural. <laughs> yeah, will the weight of our footsteps, will, will the weight of your footsteps define who you are, what you can become? You know, I want to encourage you that the Word of God declares that He directs our footsteps. You know, that through Jesus Christ, who who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the head of the church. That means he's our redeemer. And moms, I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through, that in all your ways that you should acknowledge him and he will make your path straight, as it says in Proverbs 3, verse 6. You know, the key to outweigh the heaviness of your footsteps in him is to carry and to eliminate your burden and burdens. Do not carry it alone. Your yoke will become so heavy that your footsteps, wow, your footsteps, you know, it will make you sink deeper and deeper. <laughs> it even causes you to stumble. So I want to encourage you today to entrust your yoke unto him, your heaven-laden yoke entrusted unto Jesus Christ the Son of the Living God. You know, this process of releasing your yoke unto Jesus Christ will outweigh the heaviness of your footsteps. You know, your yoke, your, your yoke is like a heavy laden coffins of life, you know. It burdens 
Oh gosh, how many burdens are we as moms not carrying? We are carrying it far too long. And yet we have to smile <laughs> at people don't see. You can be how smartly dressed, but inside you're broken. Inside your spirit is churning. Your yoke is so heavy, it's like coffins of life, you know. In this coffin is all your things of life, and this this lets your footsteps sink deeper and deeper, dragging you down and letting you stumble. But I want to say this unto you. This can all change by accepting and acknowledging that only by His grace, His everlasting mercy, His kindness, His unconditional love, and through the blood of Jesus Christ, which has never lost its power, that we have direct access to God, the Father to lay down our burdens down in the sanctuary of His throne room, and in doing so, we receive from heaven's hand new lease of life. So go into your closet. Speak unto the Lord. Release it unto the Lord so that he can put you on the potter's wheel and rekindle you in his furnace and that his revival fire can be released from God to man, which is us. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Trust in the Father. Believe in his Son, Jesus have faith in the power of the Holy Spirit because no matter the cost of your oil and scars received in the process, God will put you on the potter's wheel to reshape and to remold you, separating you from your sins, your weaknesses, your pride, your bitterness, your unforgiveness, which affects your spiritual and your physical stature. Because if you don't release this and let this go, it cleaves upon you like as a stench. You know, rejection in the realm of the spirit, rejection, abuse, abandonment, low self-esteem, it can cling to you like a stench. And the enemy is then drawn unto the stench, those principalities of the kingdom of darkness, the fowls of the air, the evil spirits that's roaming around, they are attracted to the stench. And this then becomes a repetitive cycle in your life and in your future generations. This needs to be broken and unchained from you to lift the load of your footsteps. So mothers out there, I want to encourage you, be blessed, be joyful, there's hope in God. Yes, there is hope in God. Isaiah 22, 25 says, in that day, declares the Lord of hosts, the peg driven into a firm place will give way. It will be sheared off and fall, and the load upon it will be cut down. Indeed, the Lord has spoken. The Lord indeed has spoken. So I encourage you with this. I encourage you also with Psalm 40, verse 2. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bulk, and set my feet upon the rock, making my steps secure. Yes, moms, we've got a heavy, heavy job, you know, <laughs> and the way God has created us. We are the nurturers. We are the carriers. We are the ones that are the pillars of our household. Whether you're a single household or whether you come from a household 
where you have many family members or household where you're even unmarried and you just got siblings and your parents. But we women are the pillars, the pillars. We are the strength of our household. So be encouraged. God bless you and enjoy a blessed, how oh, amazing Mother's Day. Women, do not vacate your posters, moms. Dig in deeper. Give your load to the Lord. Let he carry your yoke so that your, the weight of your footsteps can be light, can be feather light, that you can have joy and push on for the Lord and be a blessing unto others. God bless you. You know, the Bible says that God's thoughts toward all of us here are vast, are so countless. Every time you think of us, when He speaks a word to us, when He feels about us, it's always good. Not a single time is bad because God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, lift up our hands in the spring. Hallelujah, so good. Worship him, worship him, church. Shire barabasari bini.
hopelessness I know But when the world has seen the light They will dance with joy Like we're dancing now Oh, I feel like this Oh, I feel like dancing Foolishness I know Sing of your love forever. 
Verse 3, it says there, Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. 
and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Today, even as we open up our hearts, as we surrender our hearts, our thoughts, our lives to Him, let our worship rise up like fragrance, like fragrance to our Lord Jesus today. That's right, wherever you are, online or on-site, begin to close your eyes, lift up your hands, forget about your neighbour, forget about everything that's happening around you. And even as we sing it again, Tell him, I surrender it all. I surrender it all to you. That's right. Let's worship Jesus. I surrender all.
Good evening, dear listeners. I'd like to wish all the mothers out there on this beautiful morning or evening or often, whatever time you receive this message from Cape Town, South Africa. This is Rochelle. I'd like to wish you a very, very happy Mother's Day. To all of those who have the privilege to have our children around you, take the courage and be blessed as you are surrounded by your family and your children around you. Have a beautiful and a very happy and a prosperous day in Jesus' name. And up next is a moral story titled Mother's Sacrifice. My mom only had one eye. I hated her. She was such an embarrassment. My mom ran a small shop at a flea market. She collected little weeds and such to sell. Anything for the money we needed, she was such an embarrassment. There was this one day during elementary school, I remember that it was field day and my mum came. I was so embarrassed. How could she do this to me? I threw her a hateful look and ran out. The next day at school, your mum only has one eye and they taunted me. I wish that my mum would just disappear from this world. So I said to my mum, Mum, why don't you have the other eye? You're only going to make me look like a laughingstock. Why don't you just die? My mum did not respond. I guess I felt a little bad, but at the same time it felt good to think that I had said what I wanted to say all this time. Maybe it was because my mum hadn't punished me, but I didn't think that I had hurt her feelings very badly. That night, I woke up and went to the kitchen to get a glass of water. My mum was crying there so quietly, as if she was afraid that she might wake me. I took a look at her and then turned away. Because of the thing I had said to her earlier that day, there was something pinching at me in the corner of my heart. Even so, I hated my mother who was crying out of her one eye. So I told myself that I would grow up and become successful because I hated my one-eyed mom and our desperate poverty. Then I studied really, really hard. I left my mother and came to Seoul and studied and got accepted in the Seoul University with all the confidence I had. I got married. I bought a house of my own. I had kids too, you know, and I'm living happily as a successful man. I like it here because it's a place that doesn't remind me of my mum. This happiness was getting bigger and bigger and bigger when someone unexpected came to see me. What? Who is this? It was my mum, still with her one eye. It felt as if the whole sky was falling apart on me. My little girl ran away, scared of my mum's eye. And I asked her, who are you? I don't know you. As if I tried to make that real, I screamed at her, how dare you come to my house and scare my daughter. Get out of here right now. And to this, my mother quietly answered, oh i'm so sorry i may have gotten the wrong address and she slowly disappeared into the mist thank goodness she doesn't recognize me i was quite relieved
I told myself that I wasn't going to care or think about this for the rest of my life. Then a wave of relief came upon me. One day, a letter regarding a school reunion came to me. I lied to my wife saying that I was going on a business trip, you say. After the reunion, I went down to the old shack that I used to call my home. Just out of curiosity, you know, I found my mother fallen on the cold ground. But I did not shed a single tear. She had a piece of paper in her hand and it was a letter to me so dear. She wrote, My son. I think my life has been long enough now and I won't visit Seoul anymore but would it be too much to ask of you if I wanted to come visit once more? I miss you so much and I was so glad when I heard you were coming to the reunion but I decided not to go to the school for you say I'm so sorry that I only have one eye and I was an embarrassment for you. You see, when you were very little, you got into an accident and lost your eye. As a mother, I can't and couldn't stand watching you having to grow up with only one eye. So I gave you mine. I was so proud of my son that I was seeing a whole new world for me in my place with that eye. I was never upset at you for anything you did. The couple times that you were angry with me, I thought to myself, it's because he loves me. I miss the times when you were still young around me. I miss you so much. I love you. You mean the world to me. My world shattered. I hated the person who only lived for me. I cried for my mother. I didn't know of any other way that will make up for my worst deeds. The moral of the story here to you and me today, as you can already say, it hits home. It's dear. It's sentimental. Never ever hate anyone for their disabilities. Never disrespect your parents. Don't ignore and underestimate their sacrifices. They gave us life. They raised us better than they had ever been. They gave and keep trying to give better and better than they ever had. They never wished you or me unwell for their kids even in their wildest dreams. They are always trying, showing you and me the right path and being motivator, educator, encourager. Parents give up all for their kids, forgive all mistakes made by them, you say. There is no way that you and I can ever repay what they have done for you and me. All we can do is try giving what they need and it is just time love and respect you say so yes it's an emotional one it's a tearjerker for you and me on this mother's day moral stories 
can be true, can be fable, can be tear-jerkers, endearing. But I feel it because my son had to grow up with me not being there. You might lead a glamorous life, but you go home there. At night, it eats at you, when you might have the world at your fate, but you don't have your son with you. So not only is it Mother's Day, but I salute my son for standing by me to this day. So happy Mother's and Son's Day today. For I implore sons and daughters who salute their mothers today. Happy Mother's Day to, to all the mothers with lots of love.
Well, I don't know about you, but I have really, really enjoyed my time spent with you. Yes, I hope you enjoyed your a la carte menu to each and everyone out there near far. A huge thank you, for you are all precious to God and into the garden family by far. To the many frontline workers on duty, we value you and into the garden treasures you. To those in hospitals, into the garden welcome and thank you and your loved ones too. To those in prisons, thank you for joining me when all you can do is listen to your heart's content when you have nobody around you. Yes, and to the many mothers out there, married, single or divorced, happy Mother's Day and know that you are much more worth than any amount put on a bill or to be ignored. Yes, and with that said, last but not least, to my guests. Oh yes, what a lovely bunch are they not, who offer up their valuable time to plough so lovingly into winter the garden. From young to old, like Tiny Todd, little Miss Haley Van Royen, Ashley and Leah Sterling, I thank you. And then to my vibrant, by far sassy soul sisters, Rochelle Steer, Carol Schultz, Audrey Falson and Angela Morris. And last but not least, to you, the listener, the hearer, a huge thank you for tuning in and choosing into the garden, sharing it, spreading it. Yes, where would I be if it wasn't for the Lord on my side, for embracing me, to continue to spread the word so lovingly, together, of course, with my sassy souls from around the world. So from all of us, right here on Into the Garden, we implore you, we love you, we cherish you. Happy Mother's Day to all of you around the world, local and international.
make his face shine upon Be gracious to you The Lord turned his face toward you And give you Before you and behind you and beside you. 